Welcome to the Highway Church Podcast. We're excited that you would join us today and hope you're encouraged by the message you hear. If you'd like to know more, visit our website, highway.com.au. Do you know, Good Friday. Um, Good Friday is the, the engine room of Christianity. And you've got to be thinking that if there wasn't a risen Sunday, Christianity wouldn't have made it past the first century because this day was so, so shocking, such a sacrifice that was made. And uh, we take a, a sober look at the sacrifice that Jesus has made so that all humanity can be free and, and spend eternity with the Father. So valuable are you to God. So valuable are you to God. You need to hear this because we don't hear this in our world. So valuable are you to God that he sent his son to be sacrificed to pay the ultimate price so that you could be with him forever. I want us to turn uh, at the account of Matthew chapter, in Matthew chapter 26. When Jesus was in the Garden of Gethsemane, and it says in verse, 20, uh, in verse 36 of chapter 26, it said, Then Jesus went with his disciples to a place called Gethsemane. And he said to them, Sit here while I go over there and pray. He took Peter and the two sons of Zebedee along with him, and he began to be sorrowful and troubled. Then he said to them, My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. Going a little further, he fell with his face to the ground and prayed, My father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me, yet not as I will, but as you will. And do you know, it's, it's been the same battle from that day to this. The battle of the wills. The battle of my will for my life and the battle of God's will for my life. And you know, there's a natural desire in all of us, a natural desire to, for me to have my will. You know, we all like to kind of do it my way even if it's not the best way for me. Now, we know with children that if you were to ask a, a little child, you know, what do you want for dinner? Well, you know, Easter time, it's got to be chocolate, right? Kids are going to want chocolate. They're just going to want chocolate all day. We know as adults that chocolate all day is not good for them. It's not good for them. If we were to give them their way, if we were to give them their will, it wouldn't go well for them. So just because it's our way or our will doesn't mean that it's the best for us. Now you can blame you can't blame a child. I mean, they're a child. They don't know any better. But as we grow older and, and we we mature, we see the benefit of sacrificing our natural desire for something better. 
And as soon as you mention the word sacrifice, everybody sort of tunes out, you know, glazes over, um, you know, it's like sacrifice, you know, naturally not interested. And I believe sacrifice has been given a bit of a, you know, bum rap really. Because if we understand the benefits of sacrifice, it will become our best friend. Sacrifice can become our best friend. So my goal today is to maybe get us to understand that sacrifice isn't a dirty word. It's not a dirty word that, that often unpleasant, but it's the key to a better future. And when we're talking about sacrifice, the, the price that was paid, what we hold in our hands today is the ultimate sacrifice. And the ultimate proof that sacrifice isn't bad for us. Though unpleasant for Jesus at the time, the fruit of what that sacrifice accomplished is you here today. And for generations and thousands of years of people set free, delivered, given a brand new start, their old life wiped away and a brand new life began because of sacrifice. Let's pray as we take these emblems together. Lord, on this day of sacrifice, Good Friday pretty much for us. In that moment, it wasn't so good for you. But you said, do this in memory of what that sacrifice did. And don't live short of it. Don't cheapen this sacrifice today. Too much was paid that we could have freedom and liberty and wholeness and oneness with you. And so we remember, Lord, and we eat and drink together today to honour you. Come on, let's do that. Let's eat and drink together. I want to have a look deeper into what sacrifice is all about, get some understanding, get some understanding, see what we can learn. First thing today, we know there's pain in sacrifice. There's pain in sacrifice. In verse 39, it says, going a little further, he fell with his face to the ground and prayed. Father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me, yet not as I will, but as you will. We all know the physical pain that Jesus went through at the cross. We know the, the suffering was already on the screen this morning, the beatings and the, and, you know, the whipping and the crown of thorns and, and you know, nailed to a cross the spear thrust into his side. I mean, we, we, the Bible graphically shows us in detail the pain of sacrifice. But there's one area that we don't talk about, and that's the area of separation. 
the pain of separation, the loneliness that sacrifice brings. There was no way the disciples understood. There was no way they could emphasize with Jesus, you know, that they could sort of, you know, yeah, Lord, I know what you're going through, you know, put pat him on the shoulder. No, there, there, there was no way that, that they would even understand, though he told them many times. But the biggest pain that, that he felt was in Matthew 27, Verse 45 and 46, it said, From noon until three in the afternoon, darkness came over the land. About three in the afternoon, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Eli, Eli, lemma sabachthani, which means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? This would have been the first time. The first time in, in history that, that Jesus and the Father were separate. The Father, because of the sin that Jesus took upon his life to sacrifice for the whole world, actually God turned his back, the Father turned his back on the Son, creating the pain of separation that Jesus had never known, had never known. And anyone who chooses to sacrifice something in their lives will be misunderstood. And it's okay, people, people won't understand your sacrifice. I mean, I remember um, 1981, Andy and I were living in Geraldton, Western Australia, and I was earning a lot of money. I was earning three times the normal wage, and uh, we were going to set ourselves up for life. This was our chance. This was our opportunity. And uh, God called us to Bible college. I heard an audible voice, and that... Um, I'd only been a Christian for a few months, so that blew me away. I didn't know what this was about. But I heard an audible voice, and uh, God told me to pack up everything and go to Bible college, and, and so we packed up the Datsun 120Y and, and traveled from Geraldton back to Brisbane. Um, people thought we were crazy. They said, what are you doing? This is your opportunity. This is your chance to set yourself up for the rest of your life. You know, you're, you're sort of mid-20s. What? You know, this is a crazy decision. No one understood that sacrifice. You know that whatever you're called to sacrifice will have pain attached, and it can be a lonely decision. A lonely decision. And Paul tells us in Philippians 4.19, he says, And my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. So though that sacrifice may be lonely, though other people may not understand your sacrifice, God will never let you lose. He just won't. The second thing is the power of sacrifice in verse 39. He says, my father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me, yet not as I will. Not as I will. The power of sacrifice is in the surrender. The power of sacrifice is in the surrender. Man, it, it, it was obvious that even Jesus wasn't looking forward to what was ahead. 
Even Jesus wasn't excited about the price that had to be paid. And we think that the Son of God, you know, he would have, he would have got this, he would have understood that, you know, he would have risen up, you know, with, with bravado and said, yeah, bring it on, bring it on. But no, he, he understood what this was. He understood the decision that he had to make. And just like you and I, he said, Father, if there's another way, if there's another option, if there, you know, I know what I have to do, but if there is a way out of this, some other way, but nonetheless, not my will. And the power, the power, regardless of the outcome, is in making the right call. As in making the right call. There's a huge amount of integrity and character and maturity to make the right call, even when it's not popular, even when people don't understand, even when people like think you're crazy, but if it's the right call, there's power in that sacrifice. We see this with John the Baptist. I mean, John was on a mission. John was called by God to, to you know, go before Jesus and usher in the Saviour. And his ministry was doing well. Man, people were following him. He was, you know, he was baptising a lot of them and he was getting quite a, a following. And then we see in John 3.26, it says, Then came... Uh, they came to John and said to him, Rabbi, that man that was with you on the other side of the Jordan, the one you testified about, look, he is baptizing and everyone is going to him. Like all the guys following you, John, they're going over to that other bloke. And I love John's answer. <laughs> I love his response in verse 30. It says, he must become greater, I must become less. Why is that? Because it's right. Because it's right. And there's power in sacrifice when we make the right call. And John sacrificed everything for Jesus. And Jesus said of him in Matthew eleven eleven, he said, Truly I tell you, among those born of women, there is none risen, anyone greater than John the Baptist. That's what Jesus' testimony about John, his power and sacrifice. Power and sacrifice. Whatever you sacrifice for God, you will yield a greater return. There's no two ways about it. You can't lose. You can't lose. See, anything that's difficult is, you know, anything worthwhile is difficult, right? Nothing's easy. Nothing just comes like that or, or, or we don't appreciate it. We don't value it. But when we're prepared to sacrifice for something, particularly for God, we know that there'll be a great return. Everything of worth is in life comes to sacrifice and, and that's the power of it. But there's also, number three today, the joy of sacrifice. Been a bit of a theme this morning about joy. The joy of sacrifice. We don't automatically think of those two words going together, do we? Joy and sacrifice. 
In verse 39, again, just at the end of that, did my father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me, yet not my will, but as you will. The joy comes when we surrender to his will and do his will. We see right through the Bible, you know, the theme, the theme of, of the heart of God in the Bible is to set his people free. Started way back in Genesis, you know, to set his people free. Nothing's changed. For all those who call upon his name, all those who acknowledge him as Lord and Saviour, he calls them his people. And his plan and his purpose for your life is that you would live a full life, a whole life, a better life. And Jesus said in John 8, 28, he said, when you, are, uh, uh, when you have lifted up the Son of Man, talking about himself, when you have lifted up the Son of Man, then you will know that I am he and that I do nothing on my own, but speak just what the Father has taught me. So what he was saying was, when you see me on that cross, you will know everything I told you was true. Everything I told you was absolute proof. When you see me hanging there, you take it to the bank. When you see me in that place of sacrifice, and in John 10.10, 10, Jesus said, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. He said, I have come that you may have life and have it to the full. Take it to the bank. Jesus spoke those words. And when he was lifted up, when he was crucified, when that sacrifice was made, when the price was paid, everything before that was true. Take it to the bank. Take it to the bank. You can't lose. Provided you choose his will, you can't lose. The joy of sacrifice is when the price is paid, you win. You win. That's good news, amen? No one enjoys a season of sacrifice. No one enjoys that. But when it's done, you live in the joy of that sacrifice. You live in the joy of that sacrifice. When you were prepared to sacrifice all the foods that you love and to discipline your life to lose that 20 kilos, when you get on those scales, joy of sacrifice. Come on. Not while you're pushing back the T-bone and eating fruit. Nobody likes that sacrifice. Six months down the track, you get on those scales. The joy of sacrifice. I remember many years ago now, but I had stage four cancer. And, um, you know, I went through the chemo and the radiation and, and um, for a long time. And, but the good news was I lost 23 kilos. And I know what you're thinking. Gee, he must have been as wide as he is tall to lose 23 kilos. I lost 23 kilos, and you know what? I, I just, I'm not putting those back. I sacrifice for those things. Now, I don't recommend chemotherapy as a, a weight loss program, but, but it happened, and I'm taking it, and I paid the price, and I'm not putting those kilos back on. Amen? The joy, the joy of sacrifice. When you sacrifice every cent, 
when all your mates were going out and doing stuff and you, nah, I'm staying home. I'm putting my money away. I get that deposit for the house. The day you open the door to that house, joy of sacrifice. Amen? The joy of sacrifice. Nothing like it. When Jesus sees a life transformed by the gospel, when he sees people flourish, when he sees miracles happen in his name, when he looks upon your life that's been transformed from glory to glory. I mean, looks at those people who testified this morning, been believers 60 plus years and still standing faithful. When he looks at those warriors in the faith, the joy of sacrifice, the joy of sacrifice. When Jesus was on the cross, he knew he knew that this day would come. He knew that, that you would be sitting here this morning. He knew that this would be your opportunity to connect with Him for eternity. He knew that. And it was worth it. All the pain, all the suffering, all the torture that happened to Him on that cross was worth it. And I want to give you that opportunity today because it would be wrong knowing the sacrifice that Jesus gave to not give you an opportunity to say yes to that sacrifice. He's earned that. He's earned that. And this is what a lot of people don't understand. They, they have all this religious concept and mindsets and stuff and really it comes down to the fact that we're body, soul and spirit. Amen. We're body, soul, and spirit. Now, now we spend a lot of time on our body, don't we? I mean, we feed it, we pamper it, we rub oil into it, we do all sorts of stuff. We spend a mozza on our body, right? And we give our soul a bit of attention. Not a lot, but, you know, our soul gets a bit of attention. But we never, we never think much about our spirit, do we? And yet our spirit is who we really are. You take this tent away, you take this outside coating away, and the spirit man is really who I am. I've been in hospitals and, and I've been there praying for people while they've passed away. And they look exactly the same. It's like they're just laying there asleep. And you feel like saying, well, come on, get up, get up. You can't, why? Because the Spirit's left them. The Spirit is life. And the Bible teaches that when that Spirit leaves us, there's only two places in eternity it goes, and one is with God and one is without God. There's only two places. Have you ever watched the, the, the broadcast of a, a NASA shuttle launch? We've all seen that, haven't we? You know, the rocket that goes up and all the people are there with the cameras and they're watching and they're looking and they're watching this rocket go up and up and up and up and up until it just disappears. 
Now, does it mean that the rocket doesn't exist anymore? No, it exists. It's just in a next stage. It's in the second stage of the atmosphere. Amen? Just because we can't see it with our naked eye doesn't mean it doesn't exist. It exists. It's the same with our spirit. That day that we, we, you know, we, we pass away, the day that our spirit leaves our body, it doesn't cease to exist. It just goes on to stage two. The question you've got to answer today and why Jesus paid this humongous price was not just the life we live today, which is far better with Him than without Him, but where our spirit ends up in eternity, either with God or without God. And so, you know, it's my responsibility today, Good Friday, it's my responsibility to ask you, if you're sitting here today and, and you've never accepted Jesus, you've never accepted this sacrifice that's, that separates you from God without it, if you've never accepted Him as your, your Saviour, then there's no guarantee where your spirit's going to go. And I want to give you that opportunity. I want you to think about that for a moment. Where, where will your spirit go? Where will, where will your spirit end up? And it's a valid question because one day it's all going to happen to each one of us. And we need to make sure now that it's with God and not without God. Amen? So have a think about that. Yeah. You, you know when you walked in this door, you know that today there's something going on inside your life. You've felt it already. I don't have to talk this up. You've already felt it. There's something different happening. There's something different around you right now. You're feeling it. There's something different. Can I tell you, that's the Holy Spirit, and He's saying, come. He's saying, come. The price has been paid. Jesus has sacrificed, so you don't have to. Just say yes. So I'm going to give you that opportunity. Think about it right now. Think about it long and hard. If you've never said yes to Jesus, now's your time. Now is your time. Today. He was on that cross. He knew this day would come. He knew you would be here. This is your opportunity. And so I'm asking you, I'm, I'm asking you to say yes. Give him a chance to prove he is the God that we all talk about. He's the God of the Bible. He's the God. Is that you? You know. You, right now, you know. It, it, that's me. You know. You can't lie to yourself. You can't cheat yourself. You know. I'm going to ask you in a minute just to put your hand up if that's you because I want to pray with you. You ready? You know who you are. You know who you are. You ready? Put your hand up right now. Let me see it. Over there, there. Come on, whereabouts? Come on, say yes. Where are you? Those two, there's more. I know there's more. I feel that. In the spirit, there's more. Where are you? Little bubby there. Come on. Come on, just say yes. Put it up and we'll pray for you and we'll move on with the service. Are there any more? Quickly, you know, you feel it. 
This is your time. Your time. Awesome. Okay, look, I'm going to ask those that couple that raised their hand, that young lady there and that lady up the back, um, if you've got a friend with you or something, would you come down? I just want to pray with you. Would you be bold enough to just leave your seat? Bring someone with you. Come on. Where's that, that lady over there? Does anybody else? Anybody else right now? Quickly, I want to pray for you right now. Just come down in front here, bub. Where's that lady over there? Come on down. Yeah, come with your friend and just stand in front of me here. Awesome. Come over here, bub. That's awesome. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say a prayer and uh, I'll get everyone to repeat after me, and then, um, and then we'll get you um, a Bible and get you set up. And um, we've got some some people that will pray with you as well. And um, so it only takes five minutes, and then we're back in the service, and and your friends can go with you. That's pretty cool. Okay, just repeat this after me, dear Lord Jesus. I thank you today for your sacrifice, for giving me this opportunity to connect with you for eternity. Amen. Amen. Come on, give a round of applause. And if you would just go with Pastor Steve, these guys will pray with you, give you some information to help you, a Bible if you need one. Amen. Come on, folks, give a round of applause. We're going to hand over to the team now, so God bless you, and we'll see you Easter Sunday. Thanks for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you'd like to get in contact with us or find out more about Highway Church, go to highway.com.au.